Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Shane Matthews alongside today. Jake is producing. Um, I, I must tell you, it was a very uh, mixed emotion Memorial Day holiday yesterday. Um, first of all, uh, in no particular order, um, it didn't happen yesterday, but very sad at the passing of Rod Bramblett, the uh, Auburn, the voice of Auburn. And uh, just in his 50s, he and his wife killed in an, uh, in an automobile accident. Um, our thoughts and prayers to their family and to the Auburn family today. Um, he had done the majority of his work early with baseball. Um, that's where I got to know him, and he was always a guest here when Auburn played in basketball. Uh, Rod was kind enough to come on and talk about the team. Um, I just was stunned stunned um, when I heard about it. So uh, not the greatest way to uh, start a weekend. If you have not seen this, my, my there are many of you who I'm sure either have served in the military or have loved ones who served in the military. Um, my dad is a veteran, a Korean War veteran, and uh, there was a guy, if you Google it, he was a World War II veteran. He's 96 years old. Wow. And on a harmonica, on a harmonica, he played the Star Spangled Banner. It actually moved me to tears. Google it. It's, I can't even describe it. And, you know, from a, on a military day and, you know, all of that, just, wow, it was awesome. So if, if you get a chance, Google that. And uh, the crowd really got into it. It was, uh, and I've never heard that, you know, with all the renditions. Oh, this was at a game? Yeah. It Which was game? A, uh, it was a, a soccer event, I think it was. Mm. Um, but with all the renditions of, you know, the National Anthem, sung or acapella or you know whatever i've never heard it you know just with a harmonica no vocal just that and he sat and played it it's pretty cool uh congratulations to gator softball you were there i was there three days it was uh very exciting stuff yeah and they're already in okc um you know, it's amazing, Shane. Um, the job, well, you remember, what was it, back in March? What's wrong with the Gators, mm -hmm. right? But he's managed, they have managed, to just eke out enough runs and get enough pitching and defense to move on. Yeah, I personally feel it's Tim's best coaching job he and his staff have done since he's been here. Just because I think this is his 14th year, if I'm not mistaken. They've been to OKC 10 of the 14. 
That's that's crazy. It is crazy. Um, Hard to do. You know, he's he's always had really good pitching every year. They've always played great great defense. That's what he's built his team teams around. But he's always had a lot of pop in most of his lineups. This year, he hasn't had that. Uh, obviously, we have Amanda Lorenz, who arguably could be the best softball player we ever had here. Either her or Lauren Hager, Stacy Nelson, whatever you want to say. But it, it's just getting there this year just was very impressive to me and you know I, I know we want to go there and and give it all we got we're in a hard <laughs> the bracket side we're on is tough I think it's just one of those years where if we win some games out there great I don't think we have the hitting to win it all but you never know if you get great pitching and you start running into some fastballs you never know and you know you could win two to one absolutely if you do it um watching the regional selection show in baseball yesterday it was very obvious Miami was not going to host so then it was like okay Florida might go to Atlanta where Georgia Tech is or maybe North Carolina and then like the third bracket was Lubbock Texas and there's Florida as a three seed it was like holy I had I mean I had no sense at all that we would go to Lubbock, Texas, but that's where we're heading. And uh, you talk about different teams now that you don't see. Army, I'm sure I mean, they'll I, be very disappointed. I didn't even know they played baseball there. Yeah, oh, they did. No, I know. I'm just kidding. And Dallas Baptist, who's Florida's first opponent. They're always good. They are in their sixth straight regional. Very much like Florida in the sense of one hitter's got 17 homers. Nobody else has any more. That is not in double digits. Their team ERA is less than it's about 3.9. So they got a couple of really good starting pitchers, really good. But after that, yeah, I don't know. And and their bullpen's okay. And uh, Texas Tech obviously is a national seed. It's a team Florida has played recently, um, but never there so we're going to see a different place we head out to Lubbock uh, tomorrow Um, also not a good weekend Um, Bart Starr Mm -hmm. the uh, legendary Green Bay Packers quarterback passing away Uh, I had a chance to interview him Shane uh, around I don't know 2001 or so Um, in fact You'll hear in the interview, I asked him if he thought Coach Spurrier was going to be successful in the NFL. Uh So that's how long ago it was. But you'll hear him talk about playing for the Packers and uh, what he was doing. Um, People forget, because of the quarterback now, uh, they just had a special. um, I guess ESPN had it. Oh No, 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 I'm sorry, it was NFL Network. And they were chronicling all the championships. And I just happened to be, to, I was flipping channels. Um, in fact, I was looking for softball. And I ran into that, and they had Green Bay. And uh, that team that Bart Starr was on is loaded with Hall of Famers. Just loaded. And, uh, you know, tough dude. I, he, there was a hit that they showed that he took 
an ab- right in his mouth, just a vicious, vicious hit. Would you could do that then? <laughs> and you know, there wasn't any of this, you know, penalty for right. touching the quarterback stuff. Um, but really tough. And you know, he had great running backs. You know, Jim Taylor is in the Hall of Fame. Paul Horning is in the Hall of Fame. But his receivers were good. Carol Dale, Boyd Dowler, but you know, not Hall of Famers. So, you know, you'll hear him uh, today. Tomorrow, not exactly sure what we're doing because we leave for Lubbock tomorrow. We just don't know when we leave for Lubbock tomorrow. Um, National Hockey League started the Stanley Cup. NBA Finals start Thursday. How about Toronto? I tell you, one four straight. I would have never thought that. No, me either. And uh, good for them. And, and and you know what I like? How many people at the when, when Kawhi Leonard went to Toronto complained and moaned about that deal? Toronto blew it again. He's only there for one year. Tell those fans that now. Tell those fans now that franchise, which has you know been well supported, but has not done well in the postseason. They're in an NBA final. Do you think it was worth it to get Kawhi Leonard? Absolutely. Darn and right. Whether he's there a one and done, they don't care. That's right. And and it it worked out. And I'm glad for Toronto. And you know the other thing is too, Shane. Now, and I understand you read. All this stuff after Milwaukee goes away. Oh, what's the future now? Will the Greek freak stay in Milwaukee? Come on, what? That's what we see all the time now. You know, if for one year they had the best year they've had in how long, right? And now they're worried about. Well, at least, oh God, I just don't get it. They just oh. want to fire you up, Steve. They did. When I when I see stuff like that, it just irks me. Because why wouldn't he stay there? They got to the semifinals of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, honestly, I mean, when you look at Milwaukee's team, and and I'm not sure if Giannis is a free agent or what have you. I don't know what what the situation is there. But they, to me, I I think a lot of NBA you know experts would say they were the deepest team uh, from top to bottom, had the best regular season record. And, you know, when they're up 2-0, everybody was penciling them into the final. Yeah. This didn't work out. By the way, uh, Gators softball for next year has already announced a transfer. Uh, Sharla Eccles is coming from Michigan State as a freshman, hit 359. We needed that. For the Spartans. So How uh, many home runs she hit, Steve? Seven. Okay. Seven, but only a freshman. Yeah. So can, you know, get better. Um Made the Big Ten all-freshman team. Um, so, congratulations. All right, let's, call, let's take calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Got something Facebook Live. Jake will pass it along. Daryl leads off. Daryl, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Steve, I was uh, sad and shocked, too, about Rod Bramlett and his wife passed away in the car accident. I was going through Twitter Sunday morning and saw it. Yeah. Can't believe it, Steve. I guess his uh, most famous call was the uh, kick six against Alabama, where Chris Davis returned the absolutely field goal. Yep, and and you know what? I I, I wish that, that that people, you know, sometimes when you are a play by play person, 
you can't plan it. You know, when something happens, it's just something within you. And I, you know, there's different ways to do it. You know, Mick is certainly a homer, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Mick bleeds it, man. He bleeds orange and blue. And a lot of announcers are like that. Um, but when Rod made that call, that endeared him to Auburn. No no, no doubt about that. Right. Steve, glad we made it into tournament baseball, man. Let's just get there and see what we can do is all we can do, you know. Florida's playing on house money right now. Um, and that's good. And, and look, it's, if Florida does get through this, they're going to have to go to Lubbock, and then they're paired with the Oklahoma in Oklahoma, so they have to go back and play a super regional if chalk holds that, and then go to Omaha. So not easy. Yeah, Shane, you're a trooper, my man, for uh, hanging in there in the heat over the weekend with the softball team. I hope you had some shade out there. I yeah, I was fortunate, Daryl. I got to I got to I had some really good seats, so uh, I was not in the shade. I mean, not not in the sun. I don't. I, I have to salute anybody sitting in that sun. I tell you what, it was uh, brutally hot. Well, I fished in St. Augustine Saturday, and I just couldn't do it again. Uh, while we stayed over here Sunday, told my dad, I said, "Dad, let's just not even go out there today. I just can't handle it." But Shane, as far as the uh, softball team being wearing the, uh, you know, the big dance of World Series now, who is probably the strongest team out there? You know, that Florida could match up against. Well, I think the best team in the country is the number one overall seed, Oklahoma. Uh, they they have a transfer pitcher as their ace who transferred from Arizona State, and they pretty much have their same lineup as they had from last year. They they really hit the hit the softball very well. Uh, I think anyone out there can win. All eight teams are, are worthy of being there. Um, Alabama swings the bats very well, also, but uh, Oklahoma has to be the clear favorite. Shane, was you shocked Minnesota made it? I thought LSU may may come out of that that super regional, but you know this is their first time ever. I think hosting a super regional, first time ever making it to OKC, and it's a good softball program. Uh, I don't see them making a whole lot of noise in OKC though. All right, gentlemen, thanks a lot today, Daryl. Thank you. Um, you know, if you if you looked at those um, supers and you went, this team won. Um, the fact, and and by the way, I'm gonna get Jonesy here because he's a Florida State guy. And he emailed and he Poor remember, Jonesy. He asked me, remember he asked, he said, you know, do you take the field? And I said, take the field. And he said, uh, it's difficult to repeat. One of the main reasons I notice it's difficult is because you play so tight, you don't play to win. You play not to lose. I noticed when Florida State had those three errors and Oklahoma State got those two runs, they seem to be lost in the headlights after that. Good luck to the Gators I'll be watching. Yeah, it is tough to repeat, and you know Florida State did give up a bunch of had a bunch of errors in that last game, and you know they lost to Oklahoma State, who is coached by a former Florida Gator assistant coach who had learned under Tim. Uh, he has a bunch of transfers uh, playing for him as well. But uh, think of think of the crowd. I mean, it's always a great crowd out there, but you got Oklahoma State and Oklahoma in the Women's College World Series. Sure do. Um, and speaking of hot. Uh, been out there a few oh, times. It's, there's no shade there. No, it's really, <laughs> really hot there. Um, speaking of that, we're gonna we want to get your calls, but we're gonna talk more about the transfer portal because everybody associates that with football. 
But there are other sports that this is getting involved with, too. 1217, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm John Maselli. In Gator News, the Florida baseball team found out Monday afternoon that they made their 12th consecutive NCAA tournament appearance. Number three seed Gators will face the number two seed Dallas Baptist Patriots on Friday night at 8 in Lubbock, Texas. Ten SEC baseball teams in total were selected for the tournament, which leads the nation. More postseason play for Gator softball as the team will travel to Oklahoma City to play the number 13 seed Oklahoma State on Thursday night at 7. Turning to pro sports, Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals is tomorrow night in Boston. The Bruins began the series with a win last night over the St. Louis Blues. Finally, the Tampa Bay Rays will continue their series against the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. You can hear the game live right here starting at 6.30 on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm John Maselli. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Brought to you by Gatorland Kubota. Gainesville, your land, your lifestyle. Gatorland Kubota gets you. May is Motorcycle Safety and Awareness Month, and your friends at Gainesville Harley-Davidson want to remind you that we can all share the road safely. Drivers, remember motorcyclists have the same privileges as a motor vehicle, but are smaller and harder to see. Give them ample space and don't tailgate. Look twice and listen for motorcyclists when changing lanes and don't drive distracted. Keep your attention on the road. Riders, wear safety gear, including a helmet and protective eyewear and clothing. Be seen. Make sure headlights, marker, and taillights are functioning properly. Use turn signals and avoid weaving through traffic while riding. Finally, become a safer motorcyclist by completing a motorcycle safety course. At Gainesville Harley-Davidson, we want everyone on our roads to be safe. So, as we acknowledge Motorcycle Safety and Awareness Month, drivers and riders alike, remember to share the road and do your part to prevent needless accidents. This public service brought to you by Gainesville Harley-Davidson. Listen up, fellas. DXL is built for big and tall guys, okay? Which means they've got clothes built for style, built for comfort, and best of all, built for you. Get this. DXL spent years developing their own sizing patterns to deliver a great fit every time and every size. And with over 100 brands, DXL will have you looking great. So head to DXL.com and check out a store near you. DXL Big and Tall. Built for you at DXL.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Catch the NBA playoffs on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
Taco Tuesdays here, and that means delicious $3 tacos at Gator BTW all day. That's $3 and only a Taco Tuesday at Gator BTW. Now with two locations to serve you better. Gator BTW, fuel your flavor. By the way, our local show podcast now available on Spotify. And they'll work just like the ones on iTunes. Once they're posted through post, they'll go directly to iTunes and Spotify. So another way you can listen to our shows. Mike is going to talk to us next. Mike, hi. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? All right. I, I don't know about other Gator fans, but to me, uh, the softball game, the way it ended the other day, is right up there with Doran's got a touchdown. Doran's got a touchdown. It just with the level of excitement and just the backstories on it, uh, you know, the seniors coming through. Um, it, it just It's everything that's good about collegiate sports. Uh, and I think uh, softball has passed is my second favorite sport now at university. It's past basketball. College basketball has just gotten too mechanical and too slow. These 60 to 55 games are just not as fun to watch as the, the softball games. So, you mean those exciting 3-2, uh, two, 2-1 to one games? Well, it's just the energy, and they, they go fast. It's not they're, – they're not stepping out of the box and adjusting their glove ten times. And it's just a game that's, that's moving fast. It does so, move fast, but I will tell you this, Mike. That game Saturday was four hours and like 20 minutes. Right. It was a long one. Yeah. But well, norm- normally you're right. They are usually two hours. And the one thing is being an alum of Florida, they never embarrass you. Uh, the Gator softball team, they don't get arrested. They don't do bad things. They just represent the university in a great way. Uh, and you see the love between each other. Uh, it's just everything that's good about sports. And you don't see them whining. They don't want to be paid. Uh, they, they appreciate their scholarships. It's just an unbelievably well-run program. And for them to make the tournament with, you know, only really one pitcher uh, is pretty amazing. And it looks like the rest of the team is starting to pick up the hitting now, too. So I think Florida's a dangerous team, uh, although we're in a really tough racket with Oklahoma on the other side. But... Anyway, go Gator softball. That, that was just a lot of fun. Yeah, it, 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 it's funny how perception, I guess, is. Um, because, I, I mean, let's look at women's athletics across the country. When I, I'm sure it's happened, but when do you ever see uh, a female athlete be arrested, you know, yeah. for whatever? So it's not just Florida. It's I think it's just the... You know, and that's I, I do think that is why people in in part do like that, because there's no drama. You go out, you watch them compete, you don't have to worry about, you know, off the field, you don't have to worry about are they getting paid, you don't have to I mean, so there is something to be said for that. Yeah, they're just they're they're student athletes. <laughs> that's all they are, student athletes. Most of them aren't gonna go on to the pros or anything unless they make the USA team. They're just doing it for the love of the sport. And uh, I, I think a lot of the football players over there need to learn that. And, uh, you know, these are young kids, too. They can make mistakes just because they're girls doesn't make it mean they can't make mistakes. But they just do a lot of better job of representing the university than the rash of arrests we've had with the football team. I hope that clears up because it's, it's just not acceptable. But anyway, go Gator softball. Mike, thank you. You know, it's, it's apples and oranges, though. And I think he said it partly because not that there aren't 
pro opportunities in some of these sports. There are, but they're not multi-million dollar mm-hmm. things that they're going to. Gator, man, what's happening? Oh, what's going on, see? Hey. As far as the softball team go, you think uh, we can get it done against Oklahoma State? I like our chances against Oklahoma State. You know, like I said earlier, the uh, Kenny's a former assistant for Tim. He was here, I don't remember how many years. He's been out at Oki OK, State for three or four years now. They know each other very well. Like I said, Oklahoma State has a bunch of transfers. Their their stud pitcher, who also plays first base, came from Texas A&M, Samantha Shaw. So uh, it should be a good one. Anything can happen out there. Uh, but, if you know, winning that first game, is so big whether it's this tournament or the or the men's World Series. The first game is crucial. Okay, as far as baseball, you think the baseball team got a good draw? Um. Well, they're in the dance. They were right. They're a three seed, so they're happy to be where they are. You know, I because they just they were not as good as they have been in past years where they were in contention for a top eight national seed or whatever. You knew they weren't going to host, and they're not going to – if they get to Omaha, it's going to be Willie Nelson, baby, going to be on the road again because they got to go on the road all the way to get there. But, you know, we're going to see a different location. Never been to Lubbock. Never played at Texas Tech. Uh, haven't played Dallas Baptist. Haven't played Army. So – We'll see. Well, all right, then. I'll leave you guys with a good old top ten. I've been hearing a lot of this chatter from the Gator fans about Mike White. I've got the top ten reasons some Gator fans need to be quiet about firing Mike White. Number ten, Mike White did not inherit a team full of bull Gators. Number nine, he had bad luck with injuries. Number eight, he did reach the Elite Eight. Number seven, who are you going to get? Number six, Mike is young. Give him a little time. Number five, where are you willing to pay a new coach? Number four, the SEC is a pretty tough cup. Number three, sometimes the ball just don't bounce your way. I don't care who you got on the roster. Number two, some guys just don't get it done when they get to college. And number one, Mike White can get a job real easy if they get rid of him at Florida. You guys have a good day. We'll get it done. Gator man, thank you. You know what I haven't heard? Fire Scott Strickland because they didn't win the SEC All-Sports Trophy this year. Who won it? Texas A&M. Really? Yeah. So, my gosh, I guess that means, you know, and I'm being facetious when yeah. I say that, but because <laughs> the other schools compete. And every, you know, think of the things this year that went into that. Florida baseball having its worst year in six years. Gator women's tennis, normally very good, mm-hmm. was down. Soccer was down, normally very good. Well, if you put those three teams where they normally are, Florida. What, we come in second? Yeah. Um, but, you know, and A&M, I believe, only won one SEC championship. But they were very consistent. And that's what you want in a program. Absolutely. If, if, if you're looking for something like that, then you want consistency. And if you win it, you almost have to have it to do it. So, because think about it, they have made they made the S, they made the NCAA tournament in softball, right? Mm-hmm. They made the NCAA tournament in baseball, football, decent. Okay, I, I don't know. They if weren't sport, very good in basketball this year. No, this that's the one you know. But the women's team in basketball made the NCAA tournament, so very consistent 
across the board for them, but they only had the one championship. So uh, there you go. All right, uh, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. And uh, you can Facebook Live Jake a question. He'll pass it along, and he has got one. So go ahead, Jake. What do you got? Steven wants to know, just spitballing here, do you think Toronto will ever get an NFL team? Because they already have a couple you know, pro franchises now. That's a good question. Uh, I never really even thought about it. Yeah, I, I'd much rather see the Jaguars in Toronto and not over in London. <laughs> I think everybody that plays in the league, nobody wants to have to go to London and play a regular season game. Yeah, I don't know what the – it's a great question. I don't know what the relationship is, you know, with the – because the, the Canadian Football League has been in existence for a Forever. really long time. Yeah. And the Toronto Argonauts and the Montreal Alouettes and – so and they're usually, I'm trying to. Their season starts that CFL first games are usually July, and I want to say the Grey Cup is usually in November, if I'm not mistaken. So that may be an issue. Yeah, but I mean, a great city. Oh yeah, to do that, um, because yeah. look where they're trying to expand. And it's to. Easy, easy travel too. Yeah, it is. Uh, great question, but I, I I don't see that for whatever the reason. I think it's just because of the CFL. I do too. I don't think they want to infringe on something that's – now, if that ever folded, I think they'd look at Montreal and Toronto in a heartbeat there. Um, Patrick says <laughs> Strickland should be fired, LOL. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Just a terrible, terrible year. You finish in second place. Um, transfer portal. A lot's been made, and, and I wonder, Shane, if the average fan – cares in other words look at we were talking about this off air if you look at softball there's been a big transfer movement in that sport well because i don't think people realize this and i didn't even realize it in softball you can transfer and play immediately there's no having to go get permission or whatever now in conference you can't you have to set out a year but you know, I, I love watching softball, these regionals, super regionals, especially after I go to the Gator games. And I, I was telling you, I was watching, it was Texas was playing Alabama. And the coach's name, Mike White, sounded familiar to me. I'm just cooking burgers, watching the game. <laughs> and then the pitcher, uh, Miranda Ellish, I believe is her name. I'm like, that name sounds familiar. So I Google, like Steve's telling everybody to Google. And she was the stud pitcher at Oregon. Well, he was the coach at Oregon last year. He brought five starters from the Oregon Ducks that are started for the Texas Longhorns this year. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. And see, that's okay. That's okay. But we all know this. You put 10 kids in a room and you ask them, why did I go to school X? You might get six, seven different answers. It might be, well, I went because of the coach. I went because of the academics. I went because of the you know whatever it is, but how can you blame a kid who went there for a specific coach to say I want to follow the coach? Could you imagine last year in football no. if we'd had uh, Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons? So yeah. I want to go play with Dan Mullen. Yeah, without having to sit out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. Uh, Stephen says. How important is it to have softball pitching depth in OKC? Can you go far with one pitcher? Yes. Depending on winner's bracket, loser's bracket, but yeah. you still can. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's been so many, like, I mean, you go back to the Monica Abbott who pitched the great, Monica Abbott who pitched for Tennessee. 
I think she pitched every inning. And, uh, I mean, Stacy Nelson pitched when we first went out there. She pitched every inning. It, it just depends. Now, would you love to have when we had Lauren Hager and Delaney Gorley and I can't remember who else we had, but uh, they can they can throw millions of pitches and not be tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. Um, Jim says, uh, look at where Alabama finished in all sports, which supports your position on Alabama's strength outside one or two sports. Second, do the results for softball and baseball apply to next year's standings? No, Jim, because it's regular season. In other words, it's what you did in the SEC. So that was all factored in, as I understand it. In other words, when every SEC event was finished, track finished SEC. So now all the SEC has been finished. And it has nothing to do with postseason. Correct. Um, SEC all sports is how I understand it. 1233, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Experience Florida Gator football from a different seat by checking out the new Gator Seat Upgrade Program. Fans will have the ability to improve their seats at every game this fall. Go to FloridaGators.com for more details. I'm attorney Jeffrey Meldon. In Florida, the person causing the crash probably doesn't have enough insurance to pay for all of your injuries. Why? Because it's not required in Florida. That's why I wrote the book, Buying Florida Auto Insurance. I've summarized all of my recommendations in one page. When I read Jeffrey's book, I checked my policy, and Jeffrey also checked it later. I realized that uh, I had signed away uninsured motorists. I figured my coverage was sufficient. Naturally, I changed that as soon as I became aware of what what needed to be done. On a motorcycle, you're not required to have motorcycle insurance. I mean, there's some restrictions as far as wearing a helmet and not wearing a helmet, but for the most part, you're not required to have motorcycle insurance in Florida. So you can just get your tag, uh, hop on a bike, and go. Protect yourself and your family. It's free. Just call 1-800-373-8000 or go to MeldenLaw.com. Offices are in Gainesville and Ocala. Melden Law, where you matter most. Sun State Federal Credit Union likes saving you money for doing the same thing you pay too much for at other financial institutions. If you have an outstanding balance riding on a high-rate retail store or big bank credit card, Sun State would like to save you money every month by offering you a lower interest rate with a Sun State FCU Visa credit card. With your approved credit, Sun State Federal Credit Union can lower your credit card interest rate maybe as much as by half. On the web at sunstatefcu.org, Sun State Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. It's the time of year to enjoy your outdoor lanai and pool area. Let the staff at Electronics World update your outdoor entertainment with a great-sounding pair of outdoor weather eye speakers. They're available in many sizes that are surface-mounted, rock formation, or plant pods that blend in nicely with any decor. Electronics World also specializes in the Sunbright All-Weather Outdoor HD TV line with sizes ranging from 43 to 75 inches. They have a professional installation staff that will do a neat job concealing all the wires. Electronics World is locally owned and located in the Newberry Crossing Shopping Center or Google Electronics world today brought to you by sun state federal credit union your one trusted financial advisor from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update hot and muggy conditions for the first day of the work week temperatures will reach the upper 90s today but it's going to feel even hotter thanks to the humidity some spots might get relief in the form of a thunderstorm this afternoon. Isolated showers are expected to last through the evening, and raindrops could fall anywhere between Cedar Key and Jacksonville. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
The countdown to Gator football is on. Get all the latest information on the Gators by going to WRUF.com. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Sports Scene for this Tuesday. It was 102 degrees here yesterday, and it's May. And it's never going to rain again. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, oh boy. Uh, D, welcome in. How are you? Hey, how you doing, guys? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's that time of year, man. <laughs> no, a lot of water, a lot of Gatorade. And uh, to talk about the NBA right quick, and, and Steve, I wanted to hit on a couple things you were talking about uh, with Toronto and Milwaukee with uh, Kawhi and Giannis. Uh, look, man, like I said, like you said, man, happy for Toronto. You know, I'm pretty sure uh, when the uh, Toronto GM, I think his name's Messiah Jury or something like that, he had to make over that team, Steve. And I don't, whether LeBron stayed or whether he goes, he had to do something to get that loser, you know, they'll call them the baby dinosaurs, you know, underachievers, the losers. He had to do something to get that stain off of his franchise. And I don't care if it's just for one year. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is a proven leader. Uh, to a proven winner. He won our uh, finals MVP at 22. Uh, he's, he's the best two-way player in the, in the league. And, you know, he, he's, he's taking them to places they've never been before. And it's, it's making me sick that all these people want to talk about is where he might end up. How about we live in – we'll have plenty of time for that. But how about let the Toronto fans enjoy the moment that they've never, they've never had before. All this speculation and looking forward – it makes me sick. You can't even you can't even enjoy what's that what's that at hand presently. Agreed. But that's why I, I I'm glad this worked out. I mean, I have no stake in Toronto or anything, but for the franchise and its failings and for all who ripped them, you know, for signing Kawhi Leonard for, you know, what could be just one year, I'm glad it worked out because I'm glad all those people who you know got on him for doing it are proven wrong. Good, good for Toronto. Good for the city. Good for the fans. Right, and if they happen to win it, I mean, you know that's that championships forever. Uh, players come and go, but they can never take that championship banner down if they were to win it. So uh, I hope they do win it. I'm I'm, I'm rooting for Kawhi and Toronto and and the small market team. So. You know, I'm going for them. But I want to hit on Giannis, too, on Steve and Shane. Uh, You know, we put, especially in the NBA for whatever reason, we put so much expectation uh, on these young phenomenon, these young phenom kids. And look, man, uh, nobody, nobody comes in the NBA other than maybe Larry Bird and Magic. No one comes into the league and, and figures it out right away. Usually there's a lot of pain and losing involved before you figure it out. I mean, you know, Isaiah had to go through Bird. Uh, Ma- Michael had to go through the Pistons. You know, LeBron had to go through the Heat. You name it, somebody had to go through somebody to get to the ultimate goal. And I think Giannis is still an ascending player. And, you know, hopefully he'll develop a mid-range shot. Hopefully this, this the pain of him losing will help him get in the gym. He seems like a guy that, that cares about winning. But I- I'm with you, Steve. Uh, it, it, Every NBA, all these people keep pushing these big markets. The man said he wants, now whether he stays there or not is one thing, 
but the man has given no indication that he wants to leave. He, I think he wants to, to win. He was drafted by Milwaukee, and he wants to stay there. So, again, man, a fifth-year player, uh, LeBron didn't win until his eighth year. I don't think Jordan won until his eighth year. So he's got time to figure this out, man. But people want to put all these expectations, and when they, he doesn't come through, they, they want to kill him. Yeah. By the way, i got to ask you. I'm gonna, we're yeah. going to talk about this. What about the Hampton kid saying he's going to skip uh, college? I was shocked. I, I, I heard Kansas was uh, – was a leader in the club. Look, look good for him, uh, Steve. Uh, if you're not, if you don't want to go to college, because college isn't for everybody. If you don't, he said. Can, I think he said. No, that was the other kid, um, the guy that went to uh, Washington and not Kentucky. Co- college isn't for everybody, man. If there's a way you can get paid uh, before you go to the NBA, I'm all for it. Every the kids got options, and he he took advantage of the one that's going to put money in his pocket. So I don't have a problem with it. I don't either, but it's interesting. He yep. said both of his parents are going went with to him. college. And they're going with him. Yeah, and, and one got a master's degree, so education obviously is important in their family. I just wonder, guys, if this is a trend or this is just a one-off. Well, it could be a trend because I, I, I was working out this morning. I heard somebody on ESPN saying how a lot of the kids, kids that come from the overseas programs leagues or whatever they're more ready for the nba than kids coming out of college programs now whether that's true or not but you know the rookie of the year is going to be from europe and this team that he's going to play for is one of the owners is matt walsh do you know that yeah (laughs) good good for him man uh like i said any i'm I'm all for somebody that can you know improve themselves by putting some money in their pocket because you know uh Sports doesn't last forever, so you know. Hopefully, he does well over there. He gets to the league. So, great show as usual, guys. D, thank you. Appreciate your call. Speaking of you, the parents you said were very well educated. Steve, if you were in that situation, I'm thinking of myself with my kid. If he had opportunity to make a lot of money, I probably would because you can always go back to school. Here's the thing: What do you go to college for? In other words, if that's, you're not, if you're not an athlete. Well, to to get a degree to be able to work to work. And well, that's ho- that's his work, right? And hopefully make money, right. right? Well, he's just doing it earlier. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean you can't do that for the rest of your life, right? That's so. So either a and he's taking a chance. He's taking a chance because if he doesn't, he, he can always go back to college. Correct. Okay. But if it doesn't work out for him, and that's been the knock on the NBA draft before that. You know, guys, oh, I'm going to get drafted. You're going to get drafted. He goes in the draft, doesn't get But you can go overseas and play and make money, too. That's right. If he never gets drafted in the NBA for right. whatever reason, he could play over in Australia, wherever it is. And make money. For several years. Yes, and make money. So, the I, look, if you're a college fan, do you want to see the best players you can see? Yeah, selfishly, sure you do. But – those kids have to make a decision for what's best for them. And, look, I'm happy I have the first one in my family to graduate from college. So I'm proud of that. But if I had the skill that kid has, and I, and I thought I was good enough to where I could – because, again, I'm part of the reason I'm going to college is to make money. Well, I'm going to make my money early now. Mm-hmm. I can't fault a kid for that. 
David said, never understood when coaches transfer their immediate while the players are punished for making a decision or a choice they see as more beneficial for them and their families. As far as players transferring in and out of schools like we had happen earlier in the year, with players who have never played it down in the NCAA and people freak out. I, for one, can care less who comes and goes up until August 24th. When those players run on the field, I'm fully invested in them. Well, you, you, David, you'd care more if those players were great players and you were losing them. But, uh, but I get it. Yeah. And, and I think that's what coaches have to do, too. Um, next up, do you think marijuana should be allowed in an NFL locker room? Because there's one NFL player who's retired who now says that's a good idea. We'll talk about it. 1245. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Marco Martinez. ESPN's top five high school basketball player in the nation, RJ Hampton, has officially signed a contract with the New Zealand Breakers of the Australian National Basketball League, becoming the first American to willingly forego a college basketball career. Hampton had offers from Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and Memphis. Furthermore, the CEO of the New Zealand Breakers is former Florida basketball player Matt Walsh. And in collegiate baseball, 10 SEC teams were selected for the NCAA tournament, which leads the entire nation. Florida baseball will take on Dallas Baptist on Friday at 8 p.m. in Lubbock, Texas. Finally, the Rays continue their second of a three-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays tonight in Tampa. Live coverage starts at 6.30. For ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, I'm Marco Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. At AT AT&T, we believe that access to affordable home internet brings you incredible opportunities. You can enjoy the power to explore a digital world of possibilities and connect with family, friends, and the things that matter most. That's why there's access from AT&T. If a member of your household is a SNAP participant, you may qualify for home internet at a discounted rate of $10 a month. No commitment, no deposit, no installation fee. Plus, get an in-home Wi-Fi gateway at no extra cost. Call 1-855-220-5211 or visit att.com slash aware to learn more. SNAP refers to the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Pricing excludes tax. Service will include a monthly data allowance depending on the type and speed of service you receive. If you exceed your monthly data plan allowance, you will be automatically charged $10 for each 50 gigabytes of data usage in excess of your data plan, even if less than 50 gigabytes is used. For details about data allowances, go to att.com slash internet dash usage Wi-Fi enabled device required. Other restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Steve Russell. I want to talk to you guys and ladies who are experiencing hair loss and want to do something about it. You should know about the Neograft hair restorations offered by Dr. John W. Tyrone, Florida Gainesville's best plastic surgeon for three years. Dr. Tyrone's Neograft team's done hundreds of procedures with amazing results. The process works. Neograft technology has minimal downtime and minimal discomfort and no long scars. Take years off your appearance and boost your self-confidence with Neograft hair restoration by Dr. John W. Tyrone in Gainesville. Check it out at Gainesville Hair Transplant. At the office, your days are a blur, and it can be a grind. That's why you live to find your downtime in the dirt. We get you. Gatorland Kubota helps you get it done. From all the equipment you could need to a service department that knows how to keep it running right, everyone needs a little me time. You get yours on the back of your Kubota tractor. When it comes to the right equipment to get the most out of what you really work for, we get you. 
and we have a Kubota for every job. Gatorland Kubota, Northwest 13th Street in Gainesville. Online at GatorlandKubota.com. This is Florida Gators women's basketball head coach Cameron Newbauer, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Are you hungry? Are your kids hungry? Kids eat free every Tuesday at Gators Dockside. Buy your meal and your kid eats free. It's an incredible deal every Tuesday at Gators Dockside. See you at the dock. All right. This is a debate that, I don't know, Shane, four or five years ago, I would have been uh, hesitant to get into. But I think anybody who follows sports, especially pro football, there is a seemingly growing amount of players, current, former players, who would like to see the NFL allow marijuana use for medicinal purposes. Chris Long, just retired, um, 11 years in the league, um, and he believes the NFL should get out in front of this. He says, quote, marijuana is a part of people's lives. It's not their life. And obviously then you have the minority which is less than 10% of the responses I've seen, which is like the stuff's the devil. Um, The lead is not that I smoked marijuana. The lead was I talked about trying to destigmatize it. And hopefully the NFL will hear some of their players talk. If you have the, he says another word I can't say, guts, uh, to say something that needs to change. All right? You played in the league a long time. Uh, The NFL and the NFLPA, Uh, are going to talk about this and maybe lead to some change do you think what do you think about this well it's interesting you know I've never I've never done a drug in my life never smoked marijuana but I have heard from several people that it could help with my aches and pains because I mean I hurt daily been hurting daily for many years I've just lived in pain it's the only way I've known Uh, so I would definitely be interested in how it could help me not hurt every day and I, especially the NFL, it's a violent sport, and guys are hurting daily. Uh, if it can help them, I'm all for it. He says you get multifaceted benefits. If you have trouble sleeping, there's a lot of guys that need help sleeping. It's hard to turn your brain off after a 12 to 14 hour day of meetings and practice and abuse on your body and stress. Try coming home from a Sunday night game at 3 in the morning and not sleeping until the sun comes up, he said. That's very true. Been there, done that, huh? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I was fortunate. I mean, I, I hurt, Steve, and I didn't hardly play. <laughs> yeah, think about that. And imagine those guys that mm-hmm. – yeah. So, anyway, as we talk today, your thoughts on that, if you have any. You want to talk Gator baseball, Gator softball, anything else – Three nine two eight two five five. Email s russell at wruf.com. Facebook Live. You can get it to Jake. Uh, we are going to get the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, at the top of the one o'clock hour uh, to talk about uh, the untimely passing of Auburn's play-by-play voice, Rod Bramlett. And you will hear uh, a, a sports scene special, if you will. Uh, Bart Starr passing away at the age of eighty-five. Some I don't know. Probably. 
16, 17 years ago. I had a chance to interview him. Uh, you'll hear because I asked him about Steve Spurrier coaching the NFL. Um, so that's how long ago that was. Uh, but you'll hear a lot of great things from um, talking about when he you – know, people forget he coached and did not coach well. He was fired. And you will hear him talk about how he was not really prepared for that. He said, I shouldn't have gotten into coaching in the first place. Hmm. But, you know, when your franchise comes calling, mm-hmm. and think about this. The Packers did not have a lot of success before Vince Lombardi. And then he got there, and they were really successful. When Lombardi resigned to go coach at Washington, he passed away like two years later. And Green Bay went, I believe, until Brett Favre to get back to the Super Bowl. So they had a long, dry spell. Um, and, you know, Lindy and Fani coached there uh-huh. for a while. Forrest Gregg, didn't he coach? Yep. And, you know, that pockets where it was successful, but not to, to the Lombardi level. Um, so you'll hear Bart Starr. And uh, it was great, you know, for somebody of my age and my generation to talk to him was pretty cool. Um, okay, let's get a uh, call here. We'll get uh, Barbarino. Talk to us. Hello. Hey, hey, Mr. Steve. Hello. Uh, congrats to the softball team. They uh, they kind of made me sweat a little bit, but uh, they got they got her done. Um, one question I have about pitching. Okay, we know that in baseball, if the starting pitcher throws, you know, seven to nine innings, that they like to have three or four days rest before they pitch again. Why is it that softball, I mean, you can pitch three days in a row. How, how is that? Because there's much, 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 much less stress on your arm. Okay. Is it the fact of throwing overhand versus underhand? Or is yes. it just yes. the fact? In, in its simplest it? form, yes. Okay. Uh, congrats to the baseball team for getting the for getting the call Monday. Um, from what I look looking at the bracket, uh, it looks like they're in about as favorable position as uh, as they could hope for. Um, I mean, they've got Texas Tech, who's the number one in their particular bracket, is like what eight or nine seed. And uh, and then the next one that they would face in the Super Regional, like Oklahoma State, they're like either eight or nine. So it looks like they, they're they in about as favorable a situation as they could have asked for. Mm, I don't know that I buy that. Um, you, you, oh. are, you are playing a top eight national seed. And, that, and Texas well, Tech yeah, is but eight. You're not playing, but you're not playing, you know, like – Top three seed. No, but the at. difference is negligible. Okay. When when you start talking, you know, one versus four, for example, Florida played Vanderbilt earlier in the year, right? And what's right. Vandy, a two, whatever they are? And Vandy, Vandy swept Florida. But there's familiarity there. So if you, you – and, and some of these supers actually are matching up league – 
versus league if it if chalk holds. You can't. It's unavoidable to do that. And, but mm-hmm. the thing you're missing out on, though, Florida has always, except for 2013, hosted. Well, they got to play in front of a hostile crowd now. Yeah, this will be a new experience for them, for sure. All right, go Gators. Okay, Barbarino, thank you. You know what's interesting, Steve? We were talking about uh, he was talking about throwing underhand versus overhand, and, and during high school baseball season, some dads we were just talking, you know, in between innings, and someone brought up. They asked me, said, "Why don't quarterbacks ever have Tommy John issues?" And they, I started thinking. I'm like, I don't know one guy that's ever played quarterback that had a Tommy John surgery. The only surgeries that you ever have are like a slight tear in your labrum or a rotator cuff, but still not much of that. Yeah. And it's just I don't know if it's just because of the the stress from curveballs and, and things like that, but it's it's interesting that quarterbacks never really have those issues. Here's no one's ever been able to answer this question for me. No one. Doctors. Kid growing up, I witnessed Warren Spahn. Bob Gibson, Nolan Ryan, right? Those guys never had sore arms. And they pitched 300 innings a year. Yeah. Sandy Koufax had an, had an arthritic elbow and had to retire at 32, but he had arthritis. No one even comes close to pitching that now. No, no one, okay? So why back in the day... When they threw fat, I mean, Bob Gibson was a hard thrower. Nolan Ryan was a hard thrower, right? They never had any arm problems. So why did they, why could they pitch 300 innings a year for 10 years? And guys today, they throw 200 innings, they're lame. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, nowadays in high school baseball, they have pitch counts. Right. I mean, through the FHSA. Yes. And uh, Sandalwood won a playoff baseball game a couple weeks ago. Their kid pitched two pitches too many. They, I guess they weren't keeping up. The opposing team turned them in, and they had to forfeit. Yep. And that's to protect arms. But remember, but, but back, back then, too, no travel ball, no, not playing year-round. Well, I, I think travel ball ruins kids, personally. Well, I, we, you've always felt, and I agree, that you play the season. In other words, basketball season by basketball, baseball. Yeah. But that's a whole other topic. We'll come back with Hour 2. Mick Hubert's going to join us. We'll hear Bart Starr, the late, great Bart Starr. Stay with us, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. are America's number one selling fishing boats. Recognized for excellence in customer satisfaction by owners for seven consecutive years. And backed by the Tracker Promise, the best factory warranty in aluminum boats. Tracker, America's number one selling aluminum fishing boats. Stop in and check out all the Tracker Boat brands at Polaris of Gainesville. Your authorized Tracker Boat dealer, US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. 
Polaris of Gainesville has the all-new 100% composite Mako Pro Skiff 17cc. It's been completely redesigned with a wider beam, bigger horsepower, and new swept gunnel and graphics package. It's great for inshore fishing, and its nearly three-quarter ton capacity makes it one of the hardest working boats in its class. It comes standard with a hot-dipped galvanized trailer, a mercury outboard, and the superior Mako Assurance 5 Plus Life warranty. Polaris of Gainesville, US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua, and PolarisofGainesville.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It's the time of year to enjoy your outdoor lanai and pool area. Let the staff at Electronics World update your outdoor entertainment with a great-sounding pair of outdoor weather eye speakers. They're available in many sizes that are surface-mounted, rock formation, or plant pods that blend in nicely with any decor. Electronics World also specializes in the Sunbright All-Weather Outdoor HD TV line with sizes ranging from 43 to 75 inches. They have a professional installation staff that will do a neat job concealing all the wires. Electronics World is locally owned and located in the Newberry Crossing Shopping Center or Google Electronics world today welcome to sports scene with steve russell let's talk some sports and have some lunch on espn 98 1 fm and 8 50 a.m wruf welcome into hour two of sports scene for this tuesday alongside shane matthews i'm steve russell jake is producing today good hour lots of calls and emails hope to have more in this hour uh, it was a uh, a tough weekend in a lot of ways. Um, Bill Buckner passing away, and that's a whole nother story uh, we'll get into because um, can you imagine, can you imagine if there was social media oh. then? Um, and, of course, Bart Starr passing away, and then Rod Bramblett, the play-by-play voice of the Auburn Tigers, uh, he and his wife tragically killed in a car accident. Um, and we're going to bring in the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, uh, to talk about this and some other more positive things. Mick, I thank you for taking the time to do this. Um, I'll just let you take this away here. I mean, what was your reaction when you heard about this? Well, Steve, I've been shaken for a couple of days by it, really, because uh, I didn't know until uh, actually Scott Strickland sent me a text about 11 o'clock on Saturday night. And when I saw it, I just couldn't believe it. And then later then on Sunday morning to, to find that, that Rod had, had passed away from those injuries. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, what can you say? What, what hasn't already been said by everybody that, that in here's of these situations, I mean, uh, senseless and tragic and, how and why and those kinds of things. I mean, as I understand it, you know, he, he and his wife are in an SUV waiting to make a left turn and get hit from behind. And, uh, you know, that had to be a pretty <laughs> a pretty violent impact for that. And, uh, you know, just, I don't know. They probably were going out to dinner on a Saturday night. It was around 6 o'clock. And they weren't far from the stadium, you know. And, I mean, just think of all the thousands and thousands of trips that, that we take within just a couple of miles of where we live. And, 
it's just tragic. Rod was a great guy. I mean, I, you know, Rod was doing Auburn baseball before he became the uh, yep. official voice of the Tigers. And uh, I knew Jim Fife pretty well, too. Uh, Jim was the play-by-play announcer who died of a brain aneurysm uh, about 2003. And, and, and Rod was already doing baseball, and so then they promoted him to do football and basketball. So Rod was an Auburn man all the way, and uh, I had great respect for him. He was a great guy. We, we chatted when we had the time. Now, you know, uh, ironically, we're, we're going to play them in football this fall and haven't played them. I can't remember the last time we played them in football. So, you know, I, I saw him uh, in, in not traveling with baseball for the last few years. I, I hadn't seen him as much. Uh, but I saw him in basketball season, and uh, – you know, and, and so, you know, you get close to those guys, especially guys who've been in the league for a long time. And uh, just it, it just breaks my heart. And then it, 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 for his two children, I mean, he has a, a daughter in college there at Auburn, a son who I think is a junior in high school there in Auburn. And, you know, it's just uh, it's just so sad, really. You know, Mick, you, this has certainly happened to you in, in the years you have been here when, you know, fans get behind their guy. You know, and and the some of the calls that he's made, not only in baseball but in football. You know, the the iconic call he made. Uh, that you know, that just sometimes you know this. Sometimes you don't. It's not planned. You don't know what you're going to say. It just happens at the spur of the moment. And, and that sometimes is the beauty that you know you as the play-by-play voice. It, it it comes out and all of a sudden it's remembered in lore of Gator sports or Auburn sports. That's one of the great things about this profession, is it not? Yeah, it, it really is. And again, you know, Steve, I've told that story a million times that you know I'm doing what I've always wanted to do since I was seven or eight years old, and uh, to be able to sit here and do that, and you do it because you love it, but it's also because I, I in my case, I think that's what I'm was called to do. I mean, I, I, I can tell people all the time, I don't have a lot of skills in a lot of things, you know. Uh, my older brother, you know, he could, he could put things together, take things apart, and, and it was handy around the house, this, that, the other. My dad was the same way. My dad had a love of sports as well as uh, the other side, so one of his sons got uh, the, the, the ingenuity of, of, of life, if you so to speak, and the other son got a love of sports casting and, and playing games and sports and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, you do it because it's your job, and uh, sometimes, you know, you get your head stuck so far inside of it, you don't realize maybe the impact that you're having because you're just doing it because you love it and it's fun. But you realize that at some point, people who are listening are the consumers yep. of, of your broadcast, and they're the fans of the team. And uh, so many of those people would love to be in your situation and do that. And so you have an effect on on the listener, but you're right. You you have no uh, script. You don't know what you're going to say. And, and you know, I, I've told you this before. I've, I've told it all the time when I'm asked. I, uh, the prayer I say whoever broadcasts is, Lord, give me the eyes to see and the words to say. Because mm-hmm. as long as I can see it, and you know, if you can't see it, or if you're late in seeing it, your call is not going to be as effective. So you want to be sharp and quick and right on it right from the get go. And then, and then the words, uh, I want them to be his words, you know. I mean, you know, I do it with a sense of enthusiasm. As I've said before, you know, this, this business, it, it is, it's an art. It's not, it's not a science. There's no one way to do it. There's no right way or wrong way. It's kind of how you're wired, and I'm wired a certain way. Rob was wired a certain way, and, and uh, you, you have passion for what you're doing. Um, and some people like that your passion. Others prefer... Uh, so to speak, a less passionate guy, more of a, 
you know, a guy that's kind of down the middle, down the road a little bit, that's fine too. Uh, I, I just grew up in, in listening to broadcasters who, who do it the way I do it because I'm, I'm doing because that's the way they did it. That's how I heard it. So that's how I came to do it, and, and, and Rod was the same way. I mean, uh, and when you turned into an Auburn broadcast, I mean, you you, you could hear it. And you, there was a there was a comfort level for that, and I know Rod would agree that, uh, you know, our audience is probably ninety five percent, you know, fans of our team, uh, and we know that there are some uh, some who are listening who are not, and it's it's irony ironic. I, I I told this story when I was speaking the last time I spoke a couple of weeks ago, and I I chose Auburn out of for no particular reason. I said, you know, if you're an Auburn fan listening to me, that's great. But uh, you should be listening to the Auburn guy, not me. <laughs> you might not be happy with, yeah. may not be happy with what I say. I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't make apologies for that. And uh, and like I like I've also said all the time, I'm sure there are people that uh, that don't 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 like my style per se. That's okay too. That's fine. You, everybody's got their opinion. I, I I couldn't change, and I knew this when I got here that I was going to do it this way. This way, I was wired to do it. And if it didn't play here, they would play somewhere else. And and for Rod, who came up and you know, God, let's face it, Rod had to replace a, a legendary voice in Jim Fife, and he just kind of slid right in there. Now he had uh, you know he had the the comfort, so to speak, of being their baseball guy, so he wasn't a brand new you know out of towner, and uh, he was able to just almost seamlessly. Uh, slip right in there and, and and went over the fans and I know how much he was loved and and really sorely missed and it's just a it's just a very very tough thing when you hear about anybody in this situation but personally someone you know in your business and and you know you think of a million things Steve I mean what if the what if I mean uh, what if Auburn would have won another game or two in in the SEC tournament and, you know he's in he's in Hoover that day yeah. You know, and uh, he just come home from Hoover a couple of days prior to that. So, I mean, it's just, that's why, you know, today is the day of salvation and, and no tomorrow is not promised. And every gift is, every day is a gift and we have to live it, live it that way. I know it, it's, it sounds so simple and, 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 you know, and I don't want to get too maudlin about it, but it's true. I mean, when, when you, when your eyes open in the morning, you, man, you better be grateful that this is the day you have. Um, I, I don't want to end on a, tough note because this is a tough note make shane and i were just talking about the transfer portal and what that's become uh any thought on that does it i think it's really changing not only this sport but you know many more transfers in softball you don't have to sit out a year you know all of that do, do you see where this could could really change the landscape of college football or is this just something that you know people will eventually just get used to and I hope people get used to it, and, and I, I, I hope it doesn't have too much of a dramatic effect. That's my hope, uh, but I have some doubt. I mean, I, I think the way things are going, uh, this is going to probably not not rescind. It's probably going to pick up steam. I mean, uh, you know, nobody wants to be a redshirt senior anymore, and that's way down the road. So uh, nobody wants to be here five years to play four. And so that's what we used to have to get get past 10, 15, 20 years ago. Today, see if you're not if you're not a freshman sensation by week six, I'm out of here. You know, and in, <laughs> yeah. and, and in some cases, gee, if it looked like I, you know in the spring, I'm I'm not projected to be that great for the fall. I'm out of here. You know, in the case of our one player, he was projected to be pretty pretty good, but you know, it's three thousand miles difference. He was in California, so he's going back to 
you know, people say, well, he's going, he's going back home. Well, you know, Oregon's closer than Florida, but it's not exactly a, you know, get in the car and you're, you're in Gainesville to Tampa in two hours. I mean, that's a pretty long drive, I would think, from L.A. to Eugene, Oregon. So yeah. it's not like it's just a little quick trip. But, I mean, it, it, it speaks to uh, this is the way things are moving. You know, guys want to transfer now because they get their feelings hurt. Uh, so-and-so said something about me. So now they appeal the NCAA, the way they're judging things now is, let's grant them immediate eligibility. I don't know. I don't think anybody's being turned down anymore. So if you know you can get immediate freedom, then the people are going to probably take in, take that. And I've always been one, and I, you know, I, I, I can change like everybody else. I'm not rigid in what I think. But I, but I also think that when you get a scholarship, you know, you, you, you're getting that's, – that's very, very valuable for not only one year, but if you end up playing four years, think of how much money. Well, think of the other way, Steve. Think, how much, think about how much money you spend and, and how many people graduate today with tremendous amount of debt racked up in four years well you get a scholarship you you basically leave with no debt and then you know you have a you have a really good chance of maybe making some money in your chosen field if it's not the nfl the nba or major league baseball you might be able to play that professionally someplace else and and make more money than just a regular student that graduates and gets his first job that might pay him Forty or fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you're, you're gonna make a lot more than that. So uh, I, I just and I and that's why I, that's why I've never been a fan. Never believed in that we should be paying these athletes. I'm going. Oh no, we shouldn't. I mean, they're not professionals. Mm-hmm. Are, are are the colleges, are the universities, athletic programs making money off them? Sure, they are. Are the coaches overpaid? Yeah, they're probably way overpaid. But. I don't think you should get an 18-year-old student here, come in here and play whatever sport, and he's going to make money at it. I mean, you know, it, it, he has a chance. He has a chance. But, but let's get that education. That, that'll pay you dividends forever and ever and ever. And you might also have a 3, 4, 5, or 15, or 16-year professional career, in which case you have a chance to make money also. So uh, I've always been on the side of let, we're not, we don't need to be paying and and I, I I really would think that we don't need to be allowing a lot of transfers, but I but I get it I get it I see where it's going, and I think that if it's available to you, yeah you know the, you hear the argument all the time well the coach can leave anytime he wants well there's a little difference there because he's a, he's a paid professional as opposed to a student I mean a student can leave you if you can you can transfer school I for one transfer I started out at Eastern Illinois University Charleston Illinois. Went there one year, realized it wasn't for me. Went three years to Illinois State and graduated with a degree from Illinois State. So I get transferring. I get that. Uh, and, and you're allowed to transfer. You just got to sit out a year. Well, they don't want to do that. So I see where it's going, and uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay with it. That's, that's probably an answer to your question. Yeah, it's probably going to happen more and more and more. And, uh, you know, you got to recruit. You got to recruit, you know, the same player year after year after year anymore now to keep them. Well, it won't be too long, Mick. You'll be calling football again. So uh, hopefully this summer flies by. A little earlier start this year, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I, I keep telling myself it's great. And I also keep telling myself, Mick, you don't have to be prepared for 14 <laughs> games or whatever on August 24th. You only got to get prepared for one game. You only got to prepare for Florida, Miami, one game. I don't have to be prepared for Florida and Tennessee on August 24th. It's one game, and then there's a week off, and then you start again. So it's it's a uh, let's hope, Steve. It's not a long season because we know it'll be a long season. It's 15 weeks to play 12 games, but it could be really long if things aren't going well. So I don't think we'll have to worry about that. I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and 
And uh, I wish wish you and Jeff the best of luck too. Is you better better pack your cowboy boots and, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. strap it, strap yourself in that chair because it's mighty windy out there in Lubbock, and that wind will be blowing probably a lot. So hopefully the Gators can uh, can pitch it well enough and hit it well enough, and I think we got a fighting chance out there. I do too, Mick. Uh, I, I wish the the situation were better, but uh, always good to have you, and I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Steve. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and uh, my, my prayers go out to the children and, uh, and to the young man who uh, drove the vehicle, too. I mean, he's, he's, he's got a long road ahead of him now, so it's a, it's, a, it's a tough situation for the Auburn community, and our heart goes out to him. Okay. Thank you, Mick. Mick Hubert. Thanks, yep, you got it. Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and it, it's a club. It's like anything else, you know, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. yep. whatever else. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know how, you know, for me, it's when you walk in the booth and you stop next door, hey, you know, how's it going? I, and, you know, you get to know people over the years. And if they, it's a resource, like, like Mick just was, you know, comes on a show and talks about their team and all of a sudden, not there. Strange. 117, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Marco Martinez. In collegiate baseball, 10 SEC teams were selected for the NCAA tournament, which leads the entire nation. Now six of these SEC teams will host their own regional. Yet the same cannot be said for the Florida Gators, as they learned on Monday afternoon that they'll enter the tournament as the number three seed in the Lubbock, Texas regional, where Texas Tech is the number one seed. The Gators will face the Dallas Baptist Patriots on Friday at 8 p.m. Also, the Gators softball team will travel to Oklahoma City for the College World Series to play the number 13 seeded Oklahoma State on Thursday night at 7 on ESPN2. And finally, the Rays continue their second of a three-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays tonight in Tampa. Live coverage starts at 6.30. For ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, I'm Marco Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Brought to you by Gatorland Kubota. Gainesville, your land, your lifestyle. Gatorland Kubota gets you. Retail store and big bank credit cards typically carry interest rates well above 20% APR, even above 25% APR. With approved credit, you can transfer your outstanding balances on those high-interest credit cards to a low-rate Sunstate Federal Credit Union Visa credit card. Just by doing that, you may be able to literally cut the amount of interest you're paying in half, at least. It's easy to apply online. SunStateFCU.org. SunState Federal Credit Union, your one trusted financial partner and federally insured by the NCUA. A healthier you is the first step toward a healthy baby. When planning a pregnancy, baby steps toward better health can deliver big results. Exercising regularly and eating a balanced diet will help you reach or maintain a healthy weight and increase the likelihood of a healthy baby. Taking a multivitamin containing folic acid every day helps prevent birth defects. And regular medical and dental checkups are especially important when planning for pregnancy. To learn more about taking your baby steps toward a healthy pregnancy, call Florida's Family Healthline at 1-800-451-2229. 
Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. I want to talk to you guys and ladies who are experiencing hair loss. It can be from heredity, illness, reduced testosterone, or other factors. But whatever the reason, you should know about the Neograph hair restorations offered by Dr. John W. Tyrone, Photo Gainesville's best plastic surgeon. Neographing is a virtually painless process that uses your own good hair and plants it into your balding areas. I've seen how this process works. It's nothing short of amazing. Take years off your appearance and boost your self-confidence with hair restoration by Dr. John W. Tyrone in Gainesville. Check it out at Gainesville Hair Trans. Transplant.com. In 2017, more than 1,100 people were injured in hit-and-run crashes, and 177 were left to die. If you're in a crash, Florida law requires that you remain at the scene and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony, and the penalties are serious. You will lose your license for at least three years, and you could end up in prison. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. A message from the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. At the office, your days are a blur, and it can be a grind. That's why you live to find your downtime in the dirt. We get you. Gatorland Kubota helps you get it done. From all the equipment you could need to a service department that knows how to keep it running right. Everyone needs a little me time. You get yours on the back of your Kubota tractor. When it comes to the right equipment to get the most out of what you really work for, we get you. And we have a Kubota for every job. Gatorland Kubota, Northwest 13th Street in Gainesville. Online at GatorlandKubota.com. Davis pre-owned auto outlets deal of the week is a 2017 BMW X5 35i for only $32,999. If you ask for TJ, he's going to take an additional $500 off the top. Davis pre-owned auto outlet is the official automotive partner of the Florida Gators. All right, we got uh, time for calls. 392-8255, emails, srussell at wruf.com. Facebook Live, Jake passes it along. Ryan says... (laughs) Feel free to read this in the tone of Shane's mama. Michael Shane Matthews, you watch your mouth, young man. Don't ever let me catch you saying it's never going to rain again. The pump on my well crapped out this weekend, and my neighbors have been none too thrilled by scantily clad rain dances. <laughs> Shame on you, Shaner. <laughs> I had my, my uh, mouth washed out several times with soap when I was a youngster. Uh, and he says, to answer a question from hour one, feel like high schoolers for going college for some form of pro ball will slowly become a bit more of a trend than a one-off. The Braves just lost their 2018 first-round pick to a Japanese team. Kids are going to follow the money. I think they're right. Yeah, I do too. Times have changed. Yep. Uh, Norm says, specialization of high school and college athletes today, all year long, one sport, Bob Gibson played baseball, basketball, and track. Nolan Ryan played baseball and football. Many athletes today play one sport at an early age as coaches encourage them to focus on only one sport. And then number two, computers, video games, mobile phones, texting were not involved in the days of Gibson and Ryan, much less elbow abuse on a daily basis. Yeah, I I can't stand the specialization. I think if you asked you know, majority of, of college recruiters, regardless of the sport, they would prefer a kid who plays multiple sports because it just makes you a better athlete. Uh, you're not in that one sport wear and tear your body. Uh, I could be wrong. Now, I mean, I'm sure Kevin O'Sullivan, if, if he has a stud pitcher, he's probably not wanting to play football. But I just think I'll never forget when I was in college, uh, a friend of mine, 
his dad was very close to Lou Pinella. This was when he was uh, the manager of the Yankees. And we were talking one time, and he's like, yeah, I'd rather have that that one kid who plays multiple sports. He may only be hitting, you know, 330 or 350 in high school, which isn't great for high school hitters. Then that one guy, all he does is play high school baseball, and he's hitting, you know, 450. I want the, the, the kid that's the athlete. Yeah. And, and the other thing I think, too, I one of the biggest regrets I have is not playing my last two years of football because of baseball. My coach said, give me a pretty good pitcher, don't play. And, you know, back then, you fall and break your arm or whatever, I, I regret that. And I don't blame him. He was looking out for me, but I wish I had done that now, you know, because you get one chance. I, I will say this. If a kid, you know, you coached high school, middle school, kid comes out from middle school and he doesn't like it, okay, you tried. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. You tried. But you don't know unless you try as opposed to – and look – I'm not knocking anybody who only plays one sport. That's anybody that's your business. Right. But I'm with you. I just think you're more you're more well rounded. You learn different things in different sports by playing more. Yeah, and I, I think I think a lot of parents these days think that's the only way their kid can get whether it's a scholarship or looked at. I totally disagree with that. Mike says with all the transfers and players kicked off the team, how many scholarship players left in the football team? No idea. I want to say we have eighty. We have eighty scholarship players right now. I think I read that somewhere a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure they'll still be eyeing the transfer portal. Now they're not just going to give somebody a scholarship right. just to give it. You know, usually what happens when you have some some leftovers, it goes to that fourth year walk on kid who's done everything right. Blah blah blah. But if they can find a offensive lineman or, or some need. They'll, they'll bring a kid in from the portal. And that's the flip side of the portal. It's always, you know, if you get, um, you know, Gators get Louisville transfer. Now, there's grad transfers and there's transfers, but you get more. If, if, you're, if your school is the recipient of one of those players, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But then when you lose them, whoa, well, but here's the, th- here's the thing, too, though, that I don't think fans understand. Even if you do lose some of them, the fan thinks that's a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Could be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and this is the just. Bad, the, bad, the bad publicity is when Coach X, whoever the head coach of your university, takes away young Steve Russell's scholarship. Now, that's bad publicity. But Coach X of whatever university is probably hoping that young Steve Russell enters the transfer portal. So now I'm taking this scholarship, but he decided to leave us. Yes, and that that is the thing. I mean, every coach I have seen who's been interviewed on this has basically said, you enter that thing, you're gone. Yeah. You're out of you're out of out of sight, out of mind. And and I get that. Mm-hmm. And it's not I don't think a coach is being mean. Or be talk. You know, I, I think what rankles a coach like that would be if you don't talk to him, right? Okay, if you talk to him, and even if you don't agree, in other words, the coach might say, "Look, I think you should stay." No, coach. I, but at least, okay, you talk to me. 
But sometimes without that conversation, you know, it's tough. All right, we got a half hour uh, coming up. Uh, been a oh, let, let me quickly talk about Bill Buckner. Before you do that, yeah. speaking of transfer portal, I've kind of been out of the loop. Has Nimhard come back? Uh, or do we know? The, the date, I believe, was the 29th. Tomorrow? Yes. Okay. So, uh, Jake can double-check that. I think it's tomorrow. Um, now, Bill Buckner. I'm really glad Tim Kirchin wrote a really good column about him on ESPN.com today because – Sometimes, and, and I'm trying to think, Shane, you know, maybe Chris Weber with a timeout, remember, that mm-hmm. they didn't have that sort of thing. Um, Bill Buckner was not a Hall of Fame player, but he was a good, solid, big league player, better than average big league player who played a long time. You don't play a long time if you're not any good. Mm -hmm. And he just went about his business. And Boston in 1986, I mean, look, was I happy as a Mets fan then when that happened? You bet I was. Still am. But Boston had not won in baseball anything. Remember, the Celtics back then were really good. That's the Bird era, okay? But the Red Sox had been futile, you know. So here was their chance, and and they had a game seven they could have won, and they didn't. So, but poor Bill Buckner had to, you know, suffer through that, but at least he went back there and fans did him right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's amazing. I Honestly, I mean, he, he his was on a bigger stage, but I had a play very similar to that, Steve, the Alabama interception. Um, and you have to live with it the rest of your life. And, I mean, there's still times whenever, you know, somebody brings it up or you're flipping through the channels and the SEC network loves to carry that deal for whatever reason. It just it gives, it gives you nightmares. Yeah. And I, I don't think people realize that, that they – Look, we, we all – you trust me with my teams because they're so bad. <clears throat> I've lived through difficult times with my teams. And have I yelled at the television screen, what did you – of course, mm-hmm. right? But you don't make it personal. You don't – and like I said, thank God Bill Buckner didn't do this now Oh, with, you know, social media. Oh, my – are you kidding so, and he was only 69 years old. That, I mean, that's not, in today's world, very old. And it's just too bad. Um, but at least Red Sox fans got him back. They got, he went back to Fenway. There was, there was a reconciliation there. That's a good thing. Well, besides Bill Buckner, um, Bart Starr, also passed away over the weekend. And uh, we'll take this call. Um, And shortly, uh, you will hear an interview that we did uh, with him um, several years ago when Steve Spurrier was coaching in the National Football League. That's how far back this will go. But you'll hear some great stuff from Bart Starr. We'll take Porter's call first. Porter, hi. 
Yeah, Porter, go ahead. Hey, guys, I didn't hear that telltale sign. Um, one question, I was reading the alligator about how the gators were predicted to be on one pole the last team in, and then uh, they were saying supposedly it wasn't even close. I was surprised to see Florida State get in there. Is there an official last four in like there is in basketball, or is that conjecture? I was just kind of curious what the, what the last four teams actually were, if we know. Uh, I think that's conjecture. I don't think the committee uh, says, you know. Now, sometimes they will say, if you ask them, yeah, you know, the last four in were, but I didn't. I saw Ray Tanner, who was the chairman of the committee, and I didn't watch the whole thing, Porter, but I don't think he articulated that. Okay. I was just curious. And, you know, seeing FSU was the one that jumped out at me. Um, you know, that they were certainly surprised to get in there. And for everything I heard, they weren't going to get in. Uh, Miami not getting a host. I think they were a little upset, but, you know, things happened. I was just kind of curious and didn't hear anything. Steve, one question I would mean to ask you. I, I don't know a lot about New York sports, but for some reason, I've always noticed this from friends I've had from there. So, giant fans and Yankee fans are always the same people. And Mets fans and Jets fans tend to be the same people. Is that, is that because of location where they were historically, or is there is there some reason for that, or am I totally wrong? That's just as an outsider looking in. Just kind of um, curious. Any, uh, I, I think there is a. I think especially early. Um, remember, the Mets weren't any. The, the Yankees and the Giants were there from you know forever. So right. if you didn't like the Yankees, you didn't have another team in New York you could root for. Same with the Giants, okay? So when the Mets and the Jets became teams in the early 60s, it it generally was a younger, you know, that that sort of thing. And remember, the Jets... That was a team for us. (laughs) Yeah, the Jets had, you know, they, they weren't good until... You know, Namath got there. Namath. Um, so, you know, I, I do think there's, in general, that, especially at the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because it's like, it's, it, you know, I didn't know whether it was just a matter of, you know, jumping on the bandwagon and Yankees. And I, I thought of it not as far as age, but more a matter of being better for a longer period of time and then, you know, trying to root for the team that doesn't get rooting for and that kind of thing. But that makes sense if it's the newer teams also. I was just curious. I'm, you always hear about Chicago with the with the, the Mets and the Whites. I'm sorry, the Cubs and the White Sox and the North and the north side and the south side and all that kind of thing back and forth. I was just curious whether it was a, you know, a regional within the, the boroughs of New York kind of a thing or what, what just kind of caused that. Well, curious. baseball... Right, Enjoying the show. Okay, one quick thing Enjoying for it. Baseball Thank was you. a bit different because of league right, right right the giants and dodgers left there was no national league team to root for so if you were a national leaguer in seoul you rooted for the mets because think about this the yankees the mets first year was 1962 the yankees were still winning championships they were mm-hmm. the blue blood team that had mantle and maris and richardson the Mets well, outdrew them. Parents have been rooting for them. Yeah, the Mets outdrew them. <laughs> them when the Yankees were still winning championships because huh. there were there was you know the National League finally. If you were a National League fan, you were rooting for the Mets, and no no fan base today would ever support that team. <clears throat> they lost 120 games, <laughs> and yet they were loved banners and signs and. Because of the National League and because people were tired of the Yankees, but but it, oh. it's the same thing if you if you're a Mets and a, a Jets fan, aren't you an Islanders fan? 
And then the Rangers go with the Yankees and the Giants? Um, I think that's a little bit different because of the time the Islanders became a team. Because, again, if you, if you were living on the island, Islanders, okay, you kind of adopted that team. It was like the Brooklyn Nets, right? Well, if you're in the borough of Brooklyn, you're, you're, you might follow the Nets and not be a Knicks fan. True. So, interesting New York phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, question. It's one thing I'll argue with you, play devil's advocate a little bit. Um, not quite as far back as you're talking about, but the Braves, although it wasn't a matter of drawing, it was a matter of their fan support, they were second only to the Yankees as far as national fan support because of the Superstation when they were on and nobody else was. Now, Turner decided to sell out. Not only can we get every other team, we can't get the Braves. So I jumped ship from the Braves, and now I'm a Rays fan. But um, that, uh, you know, I think the Braves had plenty of people supporting them and they were god awful you know yeah. <laughs> they lose 110 games a year and i'd still watch 145 150 games a year but um i wasn't alone but that was because it was the only game you could watch back then so all right enjoy the show guys thank Porter, you thank you uh david said that uh espn had a committee guy maybe it was ray tanner I, I did not watch the whole thing so he may have said at some point in the interview that fsu was one of the last four in and that makes sense hmm. given their strength of schedule and look don't tell me that Mike Martin's last year, you know, all of that didn't have something to do. The, the bubble this year was not as strong as it's been in past years. That helped Florida. That helped Florida State. 137, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF, our interview with the late, great Bart Starr coming up. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 40 years in business means something. Longevity, continuity, success, trust. All of those things apply to the good people at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. The Cousins family for 40 years has built their business and has built it on one thing, providing you with the best of the best in late model, low mileage, gently used vehicles, great alternative to purchasing new vehicles because you get a price break. Obviously, it doesn't depreciate when you drive it off the lot. And these are beauties, cars, trucks, SUVs, foreigns, domestics, convertibles, hardtops. You get the idea. The selection's great. You can check it out at secars.com, or go see them on Northeast 39th Avenue in person. And when you go, make sure and tell those good people, Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Retail store and big bank credit cards typically carry interest rates well above 20% APR, even above 25% APR. With approved credit, you can transfer your outstanding balances on those high-interest credit cards to a low-rate Sunstate Federal Credit Union Visa credit card. Just by doing that, you may be able to literally cut the amount of interest you're paying in half, at least. It's easy to apply online. SunStateFCU.org. SunState Federal Credit Union, your one trusted financial partner and federally insured by the NCUA. Got an Amazon smart speaker? Don't miss any of the action of your Gators just by saying, Alexa, enable WRUF skill. Then all you need to do is say, Alexa, open WRUF. Now you can sync up the audio to your TV. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Hot and muggy conditions for the first day of the work week. Temperatures will reach the upper 90s today, but it's going to feel even hotter thanks to the humidity. Some spots might get relief in the form of a thunderstorm this afternoon. Isolated showers are expected to last through the evening, and raindrops could fall anywhere between Cedar Key and Jacksonville. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The Florida Gators feed on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 a.m. WRUF. We've asked all the Hall of Famers who have been on uh, a very simple first question. When you found out you were elected to the Hall, uh, what were your feelings? What went through your mind? Obviously, elation uh, is one of the first words that pops up, but I think it's a, a quick um, reflection on how lucky, fortunate, grateful you are for the wonderful teammates uh, with whom you played. I know that your Packer team, the Dolphin, you know, early 70s team, the Steelers, mid-70s team, is there a camaraderie among those on those teams who are in the hall? Yes, there is. Uh, there's a mutual respect, obviously, and, and there certainly is because I think each one who is privileged to be there recognizes what I just said, but also that uh, when you are part of a, a great organization like that, you have the unique opportunities of winning a number of championships. Today, Bart, uh, two-part question, do you follow the NFL very much, and if you do, are there quarterbacks uh, you enjoy watch play? I follow it as closely as I can. Uh, yes, we see a number of games around the country uh, each year because of our business, which I'll come back to in a moment. But uh, obviously my favorite is Brett because I've just never seen a greater talent. Of course, he plays for the Packers. That, that also helps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think I needed to mention last Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Kurt Warner is a guy that intrigues me, Bart, because that's a, a so-called system uh, with a great, maybe the best player in the league right now with Marshall Falk, but does that system, is that system fun for a quarterback to watch unfold? Yes, it is, and they, it's, it's beautifully coached and orchestrated, and obviously it's uh, exceptionally well executed by Kurt and his people. You take a look, uh, Bart, at, at, let me ask you about the Packers, and uh, let me ask a two-part question. You coached, I think many people forget that about your career, you, you know, you did coach. Was it difficult leaving the coaching profession when you did, and you mentioned about your business, maybe tell folks what you're doing now, too. Well, let me go back to where you started the question, and uh, no, I don't miss it at all, because I probably should have never gotten in it. <laughs> 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 and I say that somewhat facetiously, because I, I did enjoy it, but... Uh, I, I knew better than to do it. I hadn't planned to be a coach. I hadn't prepared. I hadn't done the kind of work that's necessary to succeed. And then there were of some other reasons I don't think we uh, did as well as we hopefully could have. But uh, it was a great experience, learned some valuable lessons, and uh, I admire those who are in it and who have done such a great job. Now, for fans who may want to know what Bart Starr is doing today, Bart, talk about your business and what you're doing. I have the honor of being chairman of a company which develops medical office buildings around the country. We're part of a health care REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, uh, headquartered in Nashville, which is publicly traded. And so we're, we're blessed with a great business, and it's fun to be as busy as we are, but more important, we get to serve people. We get to serve the health care industry, and as they take good care of their um, physicians and patients, we're able to assist them with their real estate needs. So it's a win-win situation. 
playing in Green Bay, I want to ask about Coach Lombardi in a second, but I want to focus on the fans because it's not called Title Town for, for nothing. You helped build that distinction and that name, but I, I guess playing in Green Bay is something special. It's a small town. That's what the fans come out to see. Is it or was it as special as it seems to be looking from the outside in? It truly was, and I think today in chatting with those who are there and when we're there watching games ourselves live, it still is. It is truly special, and you have to be there to appreciate it. Lambeau Field, uh, has it changed very much from when you played? Yes, it has. <laughs> when we when we moved into it, it was uh, just one tier of seats, uh, one uh, lower deck, so to speak. Uh, scoreboard, excuse me, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Press box on the west side of the field, scoreboard at the south end of the field, and then just a very small open-air stadium there. And it's been added on to and so forth and today I couldn't even begin to describe it to you how beautiful it looks but they have been very discreet in these renovations and uh, retrofittings but uh, when it goes full bore next year I guess is when they're going to have the official uh, reopening rededication of the, the modified version it's going to be very very special you know I guess you get asked a lot of times about playing for coach Lombardi Bart, but I want to turn the question around Given salaries where they are today, and and I and this is my opinion, given the fact that maybe some players don't respect the game like they used to, would a tough, tough-minded coach like a Lombardi be able to coach with today's athletes in today's game? Steve, I personally believe he not only would be able to coach, I think he'd be able to excel because the types of people you build winning organizations around respect discipline, and I think that's where it begins. And he is was a very disciplined man and and a very disciplined organization. And so, yes, he would be very, very successful. Our guest is Hall of Fame quarterback Bart Starr of the Green Bay Packers. Bart, two last questions, uh, and I want to refocus back to the Hall of Fame here for a second. Do you go back very much, and uh, is it is it kind of fun to sh- share the memories if you do go back? I'll answer in reverse order. Yes, it is great fun to be able to go back. Uh, no, I don't get as back as much as I'd like. We're there and coming up in just a few short weeks will be alumni weekend, first home game this year. It's like homecoming in college, and we'll see a number of our teammates and others. But it's great fun, but because of our business, we're, uh, we're taken to other parts of the country to see games in those cities as well. Final thing, since we're here in Gainesville, uh, as a quarterback, you know, Spurrier, uh, a quarterback for 10 years uh, in the NFL, you played, I know, some of the time when he played. Do you think his system will work in the NFL, Bart? Yes, I do. Steve has been a brilliant coach uh, for a number of years, highly respected, and I certainly do. Uh, obviously, it's it's keyed around personnel. And as you know, there's a difference in being able to recruit and being able to draft and sign and keep today with the free agency system. So it's, it's going to be a challenge. But, yes, I do. We wish him well. He's just, as I said, done a marvelous job when he was there at Florida and other places. But... Uh, I think he'll do very well. Bart, it's been a pleasure to have you come on and be part of our Salute to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Matter of fact, coming to Birmingham tomorrow for oh, yeah. uh, SEC Football Media Day. So uh, thank you for taking the time to come on with us and share some thoughts about the Hall, and, and uh, good luck in the business world. Well, thank you. We hope you enjoy your stay here in Birmingham. All right, Bart. Thank you a lot. You're welcome. Bye. Class dude. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Kenny in Atlanta says, according to Baseball America, Duke, FSU, Michigan, and TCU were the last four in. Houston, Missouri, 
Texas State, UCF with the first four out. Uh, and that sometimes is announced and isn't. Most times it is. Um, but s- sometimes the committee chairman, in this case Ray Tanner, the former coach of South Carolina, now the AD, uh, said it. I did not see it. But most of the time that question gets asked. You know, they'll, because, again, most, it, it's funny. People want to hear who didn't get in as opposed to who got in. Right. Because there's always – in basketball, what do you, what's the first question they ask? Why didn't this team get in? So, for whatever that's worth, uh, UCF will be crying again. <laughs> crying again. Uh, Missouri, I get it. Look, you had a chance at home to beat Florida, and you got swept. And, and I don't know – you know, they were 21-3 and three at home before that. But they only had a half game better record than Florida, and Florida's strength of schedule and RPI were better. I wonder if the committee, I'm sure they do. You know how in basketball they see how you play at neutral sites and away from home. And if you look at Missouri's schedule, you know, they probably didn't play real well away from home. Well, and the other thing, Florida, because of who they play every year, if a lot of people think, you know, the ACC is either number two or number three, you know, in terms of baseball. Well, Florida finished 5-1 and one against the ACC, FSU and Miami. That had to help them. Mm-hmm. So they're in. Final segment coming up with Shaner, 149. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Marco Martinez. ESPN's top five high school basketball player in the nation, RJ Hampton, has officially signed a contract with the New Zealand Breakers of the Australian National Basketball League, becoming the first American to willingly forego a college basketball career. Hampton had offers from Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and Memphis. Furthermore, the CEO of the New Zealand Breakers is former Florida basketball player Matt Walsh. And in collegiate baseball, 10 SEC teams were selected for the NCAA tournament, which leads the entire nation. Florida baseball will take on Dallas Baptist on Friday at 8 p.m. in Lubbock, Texas. Finally, the Rays continue their second of a three-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays tonight in Tampa. Live coverage starts at 6.30. For ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, I'm Marco Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Springtime is the time to buy a new Polaris off-road vehicle from Polaris of Gainesville. During the spring sales event, rebates go as high as $1,500 and financing as low as 3.99%. Live your life wide open in a high-performance Razor. Tackle anything from mountains to mud holes on a legendary Sportsman ATV. Get more done with a hard-working Ranger or take on any task or trail in a versatile Polaris General. Whatever you're looking for, now's the time to take your pick from the off-road's best-selling lineup. See PolarisofGainesville.com for all the models and rebates up to $1,500 and financing as low as 3.99% APR for 36 months during the Polaris Spring Sales Event. Polaris of Gainesville, U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Offers valid in U.S. through 531.19 on new 2015 through 2019 vehicles. Subject to credit approval. Offers vary by model. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet. Never drink and ride. 
Sun State Federal Credit Union likes saving you money for doing the same thing you pay too much for at other financial institutions. If you have an outstanding balance riding on a high-rate retail store or big bank credit card, Sun State would like to save you money every month by offering you a lower interest rate with a Sun State FCU Visa credit card. With your approved credit, Sun State Federal Credit Union can lower your credit card interest rate maybe as much as by half. On the web at sunstatefcu.org, Sun State Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. I'm not going very far. It's too uncomfortable. I'm in a hurry. Sometimes I just forget. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. You're not only putting yourself at risk of injury or death, it could also cost you lots of money. Cops are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Welcome back for a final segment. You know what? I'm looking outside, and I don't see the sun. It's cloudy today. Maybe you think maybe it could just rain. A well, little? Ryan's doing his rain dance. Yeah, something. Somebody should, because uh, boy, we need it. Uh, by the way, uh, tomorrow, um, I'm not sure Shane will be here. I'm not sure if I'm going to be here because we may be traveling. Well, we are traveling tomorrow. Just don't know when. And then uh, Thursday, if technology allows, for the first time ever, sports scene from Lubbock, Texas. Guns up, baby. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we're going to talk to the uh, play-by-play voices uh, of Army and uh, Dallas Baptist. So looking forward to that. Um, and hopefully Texas Tech as well. We asked for the coaches, but that's hard. Florida today is actually – practicing and then having a media session they're practicing as we speak uh right now and look i know there's a lot of people that first of all weren't sure baseball would get in but they they really are on house money now they are it's it's never easy to win you know remember in 2013 florida went away and got beat it's not easy to go in some places, somebody else's yard and win. And remember, this is a top eight national seed, which which means you have home field throughout if you win. So this is not easy. No, it's not. But it, I think the way the season has gone, you got to look at it and you still say it's somewhat successful because, you, you know, your goal is, it's like Mark Wise says, get in the big dance. Yep. They're in it. Now we'll see what happens from here on out. Yeah, and that and Florida continues its streak that that helps in recruiting. What and I don't want to look too much past this, but you know I wonder the Major League Baseball draft is next week, and uh, there's three guys that Florida's after that I think are going to be first round draft choices, not including Brady McConnell who has a chance to be a first-rounder. And that's when you go and look at, well, why does a team do this? Sometimes it's because a kid didn't come to school they thought would. And, and every once in a while you get a Brady Singer who's a high draft and comes to school, and you benefit when you don't think you're going to get him. 
The dilemma always is, do I go after him knowing it, he might be a first-rounder and I lose him and I can't, he's not in my program, mm -hmm. that's the delicate balance you've got. And Florida's got, um, I think, two pitchers and uh, another position player that I think are going to be high drafts. But remember, it's the money now. You know, a lot of these guys, if they got Scott Boris as an agent who's a, you know, depending on your point of view, tough negotiator, well, hey, I'm only going to sign if I get this much money. If I don't get this much money, that's that's what they use as leverage. You know what? Hey, I can go to Florida right now. Mm -hmm. So if you don't pay me this money, I'm going to go Florida. Some teams go, oh, God, i got to pay. Or, okay, well, go. So that's the chess game you play here, and we will see. Um, so that draft is next week. Coaches hate it. Because sometimes it it's, affects a player. It's during the World Series, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's earlier this year. It's earlier. It's, yeah. it's always been in the past yeah, during I think the World Series. I'm pretty sure it's next week. I'll double check that. Yeah, I've never understood why they did that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. well, one of the reasons is because it gives you great publicity for it. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I believe it's next week. Um, but I will double check that. Yeah. Monday, June 3rd. Okay, so it's earlier than, than yeah. it's been in the past. Yep, and then ends on Wednesday. And I believe Monday is is at night, and then Tuesday and Wednesday will be during the day. So, uh, okay, quickly, uh, if you have anything you want to get in real quick, you can. But if not, um, we'll just do this again tomorrow. And uh, hopefully it'll be a little – won't be as sad of a day, um, really – Really kind of tough. Uh, we are hoping to get uh, somebody from MLB.com to come on and talk about the draft uh, as well. Uh, Riley Green is the young man that many think will not end up going to Florida. Where is he from? Um, he's from here in the state. Um, and then Matt Allen, a right-handed pitcher, is another guy expected to be a very uh, high draft and a first-rounder. And the kid that I – have seen with my own eyes is J.J. Bladé from Vanderbilt oh. who when I first saw him you know okay good player but he's going to be and it's it's likely um, the kid who I don't see is Meisner from Missouri but he's he can run he's a but I don't know just we'll see and then uh, the other kid uh, with Florida's name, lefty named Hunter Barco who could be a high draft too We'll see. Thanks today to the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, for joining us talking about um, the untimely passing of Auburn's play-by-play -play voice, Rod Bramblett, and uh, with the passing of Bart Starr, a chance to hear him in an interview we did with him uh, when he back when we were talking about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was so kind to be able to come on and, uh, and do that. Thanks to Jake for producing today. Thanks to Shaner. He'll be here tomorrow. Hopefully I'm here tomorrow, but if not, it'll be because I'm on an airplane going to Lubbock. And uh, we'll figure it out. We'll have some shows from there as well. And we'll talk softball. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk NBA playoffs. Uh, because that starts, what, Thursday, doesn't it? Golden State and Toronto. So uh, we'll see. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. Join us for Sports Scene tomorrow. So long.
WRUF Gainesville, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida 